Hello there, this is Bria with LAI of Kauai. We're here with another feature for you, a woman in our local community, um, Kelly Robb, owner and chiropractor of Hello Chiropractic. And I'm so excited to share her story with you today. She um, will definitely inspire you with her perseverance, her clarity, and um, just sharing the fire within her that drives her forward to do her best uh, and work with integrity. So with that, I just want to say welcome, Kelly. It's so glad to have you here today. Thanks, Bria. Thanks for having me. So I just wanted to start. I'm always really interested in hearing how people end up becoming entrepreneurs because the journey is different for everyone. And maybe you can start with sharing a little bit about what sparked your desire to become an entrepreneur in the first place. Oh, man. Well, actually, I feel like... Um, Bria, we we sort of we sort of shared this. I I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> like, I did not. I didn't want it at all. I was really intimidated. I was intimidated by numbers. Uh, you know, I shared I'm severely dyslexic, and just trying to figure out the whole business aspect. I wasn't looking for it at all. I wanted to get a paycheck from somebody my whole entire life. And that's what felt very comfortable to me. So when COVID hit, I lost my childcare and, um, I was out of work. I was out of practice. I was at home with my babies and, you know, my, my practice members started contacting me, started reaching out to me. They really needed some support. So I, you know, just because I care about them, I decided to start seeing them out of the living room in my house and before I knew it I was like doing business right I got a QuickBooks I, I got a name with the state and it's kind of taken off off from there but I remember the first I mean I knew nothing about business actually when I did one of your calls uh we were it was the bookkeeper who I ended up hiring I don't remember her name she left the island but she was talking oh, about yeah. assets and I had to google what an asset was because I had I had no idea so mm -hmm. I was really thrown into entrepreneurship um kind of against my will <laughs> but I'm glad yeah. it, it yeah. really it, it caused me to grow and expand in ways mm -hmm. that I didn't even think yeah. that I wanted or needed or was yeah. possible for myself yeah I love that you referenced Rita she's so, Rita, there we go. She's so great at just making the complex feel more simple, right? Yeah. And accessible. Yeah. Um, who, what were some of the key influencers do you feel like in, in your journey that's like shaped your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, well, 100% you. Oh my God. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I mean, oh. seriously, you know, in, in the beginning, I didn't, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know the questions. And I, I just, I was jumping on the calls with LEI and that's, you know, that's how I met Rita. Again, she's not here anymore. That's how I met Shana, who's designing my website. Rita was doing my bookkeeping. That's who I met. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. My memory is real. That's okay. <laughs> I found this whole entire community of women who I was able to reach out to and connect with and, and solve these problems that I didn't, I didn't know how to solve. So instead of me spending hours, days, months, it takes me exponentially longer to do anything. Cause I was taking care of two one-year-olds. Um, I was able to hire this super amazing rock star team, um, around me mm -hmm. and 
and that, I mean, without that support, I, I would have been lost. And then really my practice members, um, my practice members have been so instrumental to me doing this because for a whole, for over a year, my kids were part of the visits with us, you know, yeah. they were sitting there, they were, they were part of the visits and, um, and my practice members took it like a champ and they, I think they actually enjoyed it. Like, I feel like they were more excited to see my babies <laughs> than anyone else. Mm-hmm. So though, I would say that those are the two, the two main things that really allowed me to, to do this and be here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, um, that was not um, stage. That's so, I so appreciate that. I'm kind of laughing like, <laughs> oh, you know, but um, that's, of course, I'm thrilled to hear that. I believe community is so powerful when we're, you know, carving out new territory. And that is always really like my intention to connect a community that encourages us forward. Uh, are you, mommy, tell us more about mommy. who you are, because I think as we go through mommy, entrepreneurship, we discover mommy, things. Mommy. Honestly, I really kind of feel like there's two of me and I'm sort of split in half. There was me pre-babies and then there's me post-babies. Mm. Uh, pre-babies, I, uh, I, was, I was a phenomenal achiever. I, you know, was run, I was the founder of sororities through, through my professional um, college years. I, I graduated from UC Berkeley with my pre-medical. I I was, I bartended my way through college. I made a lot of money bartending. Um, I had a motorcycle. I played like pool. I was like, a, I was like a boxer. Um, I was really tough, really tough, really independent. I was a sailor, surfer, swimmer. So pre-babies, wow. I was a phenomenal achiever and I, I am still that, but, but now I have two, two little human beings who I take care of. And it's, it just takes a lot more energy for me to keep them happy, healthy, fed, clean, (laughs) takes a lot of energy. So that's really where most of my focus is right now. But, um, I, I'm, I'm a chiropractor. I came to this Island. Um, I started off working with actually the older community that was really working with Kapuna. That's who I loved working with. And then, um, I had an emphasis working with anxiety, uh, depression and suicide. So when mm-hmm. I first came to the island, that is, that was my, that was my drive. Then when I had my kids, I had a big shift in, in just who I was in my practice. And I really shifted to taking care of kids and, um, and, and mamas. So, um, the pediatric population and the pregnancy population, that's who I focus with specifically now. And then going a little bit deeper into that, I, I focus on kids with behavioral learning, socialization, and developmental mm-hmm. challenges. So, and I, if you would have asked me three years ago, if I would have been on this path, there's no, no way I had no interest working with kids. I had no interest working with really, really, this is a really challenging population that I work with. Um, and I love it. I love it. It's what I'm meant to do. It's who I'm meant to serve the results that I'm seeing in all my practice members with, with the kids, with the family. I mean, it's, it's, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Again, Incredible. I was kind of thrown into it. Um, I didn't, by no means was this a conscience decision, but, but it's where I am and I'm super grateful. <laughs> yeah. So it's so wonderful to hear that process of being open to where the path leads you to, and then being surprised by, oh, this is exactly what I'm meant for. Right. Sometimes we have totally a plan, plan in our mind. We know we want to do good with what we have, 
but I love listening to how from the Kapuna to these kids and the Keiki of our island and the mothers and then even on the behavioral and the socialization and the challenges that our kids face that healing them through chiropractics it's such an incredible use I feel like of that skill set that you have yeah very cool you um can you share maybe a defining moment something more personal um that you've experienced with with um doing this kind of practice with really narrowing in like what are the what has like made it so you know hey i'm in the right place at the right time is there an experience or something you draw upon uh yeah so i will forever this this moment is just burned into into my heart and my soul it was one of the first kids that I started working with. And at this point I, I was learning from my mentor and my mentor is amazing. She's been in practice for 18 years working with, with this, with this population, with this demographic, but I hadn't experienced really the wins in and of myself. So she was one of the first kids that came into my practices, um, um, big behavioral challenges, big socialization challenges, um, developmentally, you probably wouldn't know that she had these challenges. She had a lot of um, sensory processing stuff, a lot of stuff around clothes. Um, but at her reevaluation, she had been under care for about two months, three months, not very long. And at her reevaluation, I did the exam that I did in the beginning, and all of these wins major, major wins came back. And I, I just checked in with her mom and her mom burst into tears and she, she was sitting in front of me crying. And she told me, um, it actually like makes me tear up because I know how important my connection is with my children. She says, I feel like I like my daughter again. <laughs> you know, when, when we're, when we're in, especially, especially parents dealing with these challenges that come with having having kids that are going through these struggles and challenges, we can yeah. get so sucked into just dealing with things, right? Dealing, dealing with the meltdowns, dealing with the, with the teachers. Her mom was scared to go anywhere with her, especially mm -hmm. doctor's offices because of these major reactions. And her mom actually is still dealing with PTSD and challenges, but but she felt like she was able to connect with her daughter again, because now her daughter wasn't engaging on, on these spectrums any longer. And she was able to be who she was meant to be. And she had this restored connection with her daughter. And, and that like, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about her. Right and I will tell you almost every single parent that I have worked with since says the same thing. I feel like I'm enjoying my child again. I feel like I'm connected. I feel like I like them again, right? Because we're no longer dealing with them. We're now able to enjoy them, connect with them, engage them, and really restore this connection that we as parents and children that we just crave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. Okay. Let's get <laughs> I love it. So for all of you listening, you know, it's, real life as a mom, mompreneur that when <laughs> our kids are right in the middle of our work yeah. and thank goodness for, um, that is sort of magical capacity that happens when we have kids for the multitasking and, and switching around. Um, but I love this because I know there's so many listeners that are in the same, in the same realm of, you know, kids in the middle of their entrepreneurship and that it not be, um, a place of holding us back, but moving forward into, creating the new environment, the new normal, you know, what this looks like going forward. 
Um, so I love that story, Kelly. I think it's so true. And having work that is restoring and healing relationships that are fundamental to the health of our island is incredible. Um, I always love to ask a little bit just about, you know, what your personal process of, um, uh, like self-nurturing self-development. I'm always curious to hear like, what, you know, what are you reading? What are you listening to? What are sort of the pieces that are, um, you know, coming in through your communication channels right now? Oh um, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super weird. Um, <laughs> uh, the things that I, that I like are not, are not like every day. They're not normal stuff. And I know that because I try to connect on it and I, I just have a really hard time. So the main things that as far as like podcasts, YouTube books, uh, first of all, I'm always doing personal, personal development. Uh, and I, I've, I've, so kind of like those self-help things, I guess that's what my friend calls it. I'm like the queen of self-help, but I really, really relied on that to get me through it because, um, I feel like my mental health has, has in times been in major jeopardy in the last year and a half, two years. So I've really relied on those books, those podcasts, those things to, to keep my, to keep my mental game up just so I can keep going. And then really, I, I love cryptocurrency. I love, I love Bitcoin. I love Ethereum. I love cryptocurrency. I'm going to start mining, um, some cryptocurrency pretty soon. So that's where a lot of my attention goes as far as like mm -hmm. learning about cryptocurrency. I'm going to be mining it. I do my, I I'm heavily invested in it. Um, I know really weird. And then, and then I love neuroscience. So I'm what's mm -hmm. called a neuro-based chiropractor. I'm, I'm hyper-focused on the brain, on the processing, on the engagement, on the learning, on just the way that the brain is communicating, sending, receiving, processing information. So a lot of my, of my time goes into learning about the brain, learning about other fields that are researching the brain. I love neurooptometry and um, really utilizing neurooptometry in my practice. The eyes are the window into the brain, the window in the soul. Oh, wow. So that's, so, so neuro neuroscience, uh, cryptocurrency and self-help is, is really where I'm at. Yeah, it makes for a tough book club. Not a lot of people. Want to <laughs> but it seems like there's a theme of just, you know, being driven by your curiosity to learn complex things. And I, I love that, like you, you were talking about, you know, before you had kids, you were this real achiever and you did all the things. And I don't know that anything has changed since you've had kids. It's just maybe the topics and the subjects that, you know, you're drawn to learning about has right. changed. And um, it's incredible because there's some huge impacts, you know, each of these things, whether it's the cryptocurrency <laughs> or the neuroscience or even the self-help, like the reward of understanding and becoming more knowledge, knowledgeable in those areas has an incredible opportunity for, um, reward and, um, you know, moving forward and the impact you want to have for yourself and for others. So, yeah. well, I have a very limited amount of time in the day. Um, and so that time I really focus on growth because yeah. I'm looking to grow exponentially. Yeah. But that's where I will, but it does take me a long time to do anything now, right now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. And you're slowly twins. growing. Dear, how old are your twins? Just for those of um, on the call, it might not be familiar. They're, just with they're, they're two and a half. This is Simone. She's home from preschool today. Her brother's at preschool. Mm -hmm. Can you say hi? Hi. 
<laughs> That's a handful. Those early years. I can't imagine. It's really amazing what you're pulling off. Um, let's see what, tell me a little bit, just, um, looking out towards the future, you know, what is the impact that you're hoping to have with your business on Kauai? You know, now you've got this business where you're like, I didn't think I would be here, but now that it's beginning to gel, you know, what does the next three to five years look like? What's the impact you want to have? Well, I just, it's so funny because I just put a post on Instagram last night. I've always been super clear about what my practice, the impact it was going to have. So I'm the only one in, in the state that's doing what I'm doing in the way that I'm doing it with the people that I'm doing it with. And I a hundred percent believe that within the next three years, we're going to be having a lot of people traveling across from all of the other islands to, especially, especially like the, the really challenging cases with, um, with learning behavioral socialization and developmental challenges you know, we're so used to us having to go somewhere else, right? That we have to yeah. go to Oahu or California. And I believe that people are going to be traveling here because I think that once the word gets out about, about the results that I'm getting with the kids in my practice, um, I think people are going to start coming to travel to see me. That's in three years, but just, just the impact I'm having on on the kids and the family members and the community. I really hope that, I really hope that we can even start changing the way that we look at some of these challenges and understanding them instead of, you know, trying to, to, to label, label kids or put them in, you know, in these deficit models or these boxes to really kind of understand what's happening, why it's happening. And then I give my parents tools that they can work with in real time to help their kids overcome stressors or challenges. So I really wanna get into patch. I wanna get into the school systems. I wanna start teaching educators what these stress responses look like and how to navigate them in a, in a healthy way for the child. Um, so that's, that's, really where I'm looking on going. I don't know how long that's going to take. It, it might happen tomorrow. It might happen in a couple of years, but I'm super, super clear on my vision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I love the way that you talk about that. And I mean, I'll, I will confess, I think I, there is a time in my life where I was really skeptical of chiropractic work, even though my uncle is actually a chiropractor, but for my own daughter, I remember we started to go after a friend recommended it for her asthma. And I was shocked at just, you know, I think it's one of those things where you need options to try things when you're working with different things with your children, because you just don't know what's going to work. And right. the more options that we can provide, the better. So I love that you're providing that on this Island and how unique to be here on Kauai. And yeah, for us to not have to go to Oahu, which is usually like where we're always sent, right. Anytime we need right. it. Um, right. And it's like six months, right? You call yes. like in six months and you're like, wait, what? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about just you as an entrepreneur, what strengths have you, what do you bring to the table? Like, what have you discovered about yourself where you're like, I didn't know I could do this or I didn't see this, but it's really good for this kind of work. Like I'm a fighter through and through. 
I, I'm savage. I used to, I used to joke that I was like a Viking warrior princess and, um, in a past life, I'm, I'm just super savage when it comes to, when it comes to my families, when it comes to my friends, when it comes to my practice members. And I, I bring a, a strength to the table that I'm not sure a lot of them have seen or felt. I, I work with people with really, really, really hard health challenges and I, I'm their advocate. And sometimes I'm on the phone with their, with their medical doctors with, you know, and I'm, I'm advocating for them. I'm advocating right now for, um, I'm not anti-vax, but I'm pro-choice and pro-privacy and anti-force. So I'm showing up really big. I take care of a lot of kids with vaccine injuries also. Mm-hmm. So I'm showing up really, really big in the strength wise, as far as that. And then, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be good at working with kids. I was really intimidated. I had never been around kids. I mean, the first time I changed a diaper was when my babies were five days old. They like went to send me home. We were in the hospital for five days. They were premature and they sent me home and I was like, um, can somebody teach me how to change a diaper? (laughs) So I was really intimidated. I had never been around kids. And it turns out that, that that I'm really good with them. Mm. I'm kind of awkward. I make like some goofy jokes, but I don't know. I just think that that like helps with my charm with them Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, and, and I've also been, you know, I've been in the kid's shoes. I, I grew up, I had learning socialization behavioral challenges. I had a lot of trouble regulating emotions. I'm severely dyslexic. I was like the bad kid. I was the kid that was always in like in the hall. I was the dumb kid. I was the lazy kid. I was the crazy kid. I was in the dumb kids math class. Right. And so I know, I know what the kids are going through and, and I can just relate on a way more depthful level to, to their parents. Um, and I can, I can look at them in the eyes and I can say, your kid isn't lazy, crazy, or dumb. They probably want to do a really good job. They just don't know how, right. Cause that's where yeah. I was. I didn't want to be like this troublemaker always in the hall. Like I didn't want to be in the, the dumb kids math class, but, mm-hmm. but that's where I was just pushed. I was just pushed my whole entire school career. And I, I had a very late diagnosis. I was 26 when I was finally diagnosed as going through pre-medical at UC Berkeley. And, um, I, I said, okay, I think that something's up, but that's how far I was just pushed off for years and years. So I'm able to, to relate first of all to the kids, but I'm, and then I'm able to really validate the parents and make them feel heard and make them feel seen. And I just don't think that people are used to that in our healthcare, really being listened to, really being heard, really being validated. Um, yeah, so I, I, I believe that that what, that's what makes me different. My strength, my ability to connect, and then just, you know, my, my empathy and compassion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the kind of thing you don't learn in school, right? Like that, I love that your strength yeah. and empathy and understanding and that authenticity in the work you do. Sure. That's incredible. Okay. So wrapping up here a little bit, um, what advice would you offer to others that are on the entrepreneurial journey or, you know, within an organization trying to figure out maybe what their calling is or, um, you know, just how to, how to move forward in an inspired way? 
I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but just, you know, just don't, don't give up. If we, if we just commit to, to doing hard stuff and we stop quitting on ourselves, we can, you know, we can accomplish, we can accomplish anything. And for me, it was really managing expectations. You know, I had this expectation in my head that I was going to have all of this stuff up and going and done in two months. And, uh, you know, I still, I'm still working on my website over a year later, <laughs> but, but just showing up day after day, just 1%, 1%, 1%, as long as you're getting 1% and you just keep going, mm-hmm. you're going to make it. But you have to surround yourself with the, with the right, with the right people too. You could go at it alone. Yes. But I believe that your chances of success are just so much more exponential. If you have a community around you who can support you, who can encourage you, who can help you when in those places that you get stuck, you know, sometimes something so simple as I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to do really complex Facebook ads and um, it, it was just, it was so small and it just completely threw me off and it paralyzed me and I wasn't able mm. to move forward. Mm-hmm. And I called my, I called my business coach. His name's Ryan Fletcher. He's, he's one of, I, I surround myself with a lot of women, but Ryan Fletcher is my business coach. And I called him and he goes, Oh, did you check your internet connection? Just hold, just hold it there. Just let it toggle there for a second longer. And I did. And that's all it needed to happen. But it threw me off for three days. And I was like ready to quit. I was ready to give up. I was in tears. And he's like, oh, your internet connection is probably just slow. So having those people around you who can help solve things for you is so key. And that's, I mean, that's why I love LEI. And that's why I was so excited to be a part of it. And because the, the, there's so many different types of, of women and they can just, really, you have somebody from everything in this group and you just shoot a message and it's like a really amazing, strong, awesome, successful woman. Like, it's just like there at like trying to serve and help and guide you and connect with you. Mm -hmm. So just keep going and, and surround yourself with the right, with the right people. And I think LEI is a great not only great place to start, right? Mm-hmm. A great place to start, but, but then to evolve and to grow. And, and then at one point, right, then you'll be the person that's helping that's other true. women, right? That's then you're true. putting your yeah. hand out and you're helping, you're helping other women who are, who are starting this path. I mean, I just started this a year ago and now I like, I'm doing a call. I'm just, when you wrote me, I was like, hey, <laughs> Do you, did you, did you mean somebody else? Like nope. I was, just, I was stunned, right? Yeah. And I think that you get to that point and this, this community, you can not only start in it, but then you can evolve and you can nurture, but then you'll turn into the nurturer. So you're always learning. You're mm-hmm. always growing. You're always being pushed in LEI in this community. And uh, yeah, I just think it's a really beautiful thing that you've created. And I'm I'm super grateful to even be like a part of it or considered it. (laughs) Oh, Kelly, that is so sweet to hear all of that. I so appreciate that. And um, yeah, I think I love, I just, I love your focus on perseverance. You're definitely an example of persevering at whatever pace 
you know, is manageable and that changes obviously with our circumstances and our environment, but you know, even at 1% every day adds up, it doesn't, you know, go away. So I love that perspective on it. Um, is there any, um, last things you want to say, uh, before we wrap up, it's just so good to meet and connect with you like this. Yeah. Um, no, again, thank you so much. I guess if, you know, if, if, if anyone has any questions about what I do, especially, you know, kids, uh, I'll just say it again, learning socialization, um, behavioral and developmental challenges. It's, it's not, it's not normal and it's not common to hear chiropractors even talk about this stuff. Um, mm. but I'm not a normal or common chiropractor. <laughs> so, yeah. so my, like my website is going to be coming soon. I've been saying that for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> Those websites are brutal. They're never, no website is ever done. I've just come to that realization. We're always, it's, you know, our work evolves. The website is oh always evolving. You know, just, you just got to get to the 90% or the 80%, right. And like push it out there. But, um, I will tell you, Shana, she's my website designer and she's yes. so cool. She has brought so many, she has a font. So there's a font button and depending if you're dyslexic or autistic, you read <laughs> fonts better. So uh, if mm -hmm. you engage in the dyslexic spectrum or the autistic spectrum, there is a button that you can push on my website that uh, your brain will actually be able to, to read and understand the wording because, because she has put these different fonts in. So oh, that's it, incredible. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really cool. I'm real. I can't wait until it comes, but so um, I do a lot of my stuff on Instagram. It's hello mm -hmm. chiropractic. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, that's where a lot of people reach out to me. And, um, and my, my number is 808-639-9639. And that's a really easy way to connect also with either a phone call or text. Kelly, this has been so much fun. Thank you for just sharing your journey. It's been intense. You've juggled a lot of different things, but what you're creating is so valuable on the island. And I love the uniqueness of um, how you're bringing chiropractics in to really help our youth and restore relationships between parents and kids so that they can, you know, be a solid family. Like it's incredible. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you. Thanks, Bria. Thanks everyone. <laughs>